0: Welcome to Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Automobile Dealers Association. Hi, good day, everyone. This is Jason Wilson, president of the Kentucky Auto Dealer Association, and today we have another edition of our podcast, Kentucky Horsepower, and uh, joining me today, very pleased to have uh, Chris Cleveland. Chris is the uh, co-founder and CEO of Comply Auto. This is a new partnership with KADA. Uh, Chris, welcome. Good to have you with us. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate you having me today. So so last week you would have seen uh, an email from us explaining this new partnership with comply auto that we are very excited about because they serve an area of of, uh, need for dealers. That is very important, especially now as it relates to some of the other emails you've seen us send out as an association regarding safeguard rules and um, deadlines that are coming up and things that dealers need to be aware of. So Chris, let's just sort of jump into things. Let's first, let's give our folks just sort of a high level overview of Auto. Tell me a little bit about it. You're you're the co-founder, you're the CEO. Um, so talk a little bit about what uh, what ComplyAuto really focuses on and does.
1: Yeah. So Auto was kind of born out of the dealership world. Uh, naturally, I worked at Galpin Motors Um, as um, a compliance director and oversaw legal and and regulatory compliance there for about 10 years. Uh, For those of you that don't know Galpin, um, our claim to fame is kind of, we were the number one Ford dealer in the world for about 30 years, uh, 13 franchises. And so I oversaw legal there. And, you know, back in 2018, the California Consumer Privacy Act was enacted. And that was actually the same time that these new federal rules were proposed. And so we were kind of looking ahead and saying, okay, well, in California, we would have to comply with a lot of these things. Now on the federal level, they're announcing that they're going to start regulating it. And so we tried to, we were trying to figure out how we could automate and make things a lot easier because it was quickly turning into my full-time job at the dealership. And you're talking about a big group that had a whole staff of legal personnel, and it was still too much work. And so we developed our own in-house solution um, to help automate compliance with all these state and federal privacy and cybersecurity rules and piloted at our own dealerships my co-founder shane um, was also um, an attorney for a large uh, dealership group and um, it was actually this was this was his idea and so we we co-founded this together for our own groups and it worked so well uh, that we decided to start offering it to dealers across the country and then the timing was great because you know obviously we have these new federal rules that are now into effect so it now affects every single dealership across the country and so we uh, partnered with the national auto dealer association the NADA. Obviously, the California Association where I'm from, and now, of course, the Kentucky Association and 30 other states across the US to, to offer um, a comprehensive set of privacy and cybersecurity tools that will basically let the dealership get back to selling cars and let us automate uh, the complexities of those regulations.
0: Well, and, and look, that, that really is at the crux of it to your point. I mean, as you say, Comply Auto was born out of just how much time at the store level you were spending having to deal with all these things. And right. it's not like this stuff is, uh, there'll be less of these things or going away. Uh, it, it's only going to be more so. I, I guess one of my questions to you is, as you are out there talking to dealers throughout the country uh, and your team is, what is your, as far as the dealer's level of being, fully aware of what's involved with with these compliance pieces, specifically some of these deadlines we're talking about uh, that that, that hit later on this year in December. What is their level of um, awareness overall and understanding of that from from your perspective? Yeah, you
1: know, it's an interesting question. I mean, I've been surprised. I mean, you know, the rules were announced back in 2018, so a long time ago. They kind of fell by the wayside after covid uh, and so they w- they were delayed significantly into going to effect. But um as far as when they actually were were finalized, it was October of last year. Right. So I think by now, you know every dealership you know I assumed would have heard about it or known that these rules are going to effect. But I just went to a, a 20 group with some of the you know top dealers in the country, and I was surprised, you know, I did a show of hands on, hey, who's heard of these new rules going into effect? I mean, it was, it was maybe just a handful of people's right? So I think there's still, um, you know, despite all the NADA announcements and all the state association announcements, I think there's still a lot of dealers who aren't prepared uh, for these new cybersecurity rules uh, that are going to effect on December 9th. Um, you know, I think it depends on the group size too. So a lot of the, the big dealer groups that have like in-house legal counsel and stuff, they're, they're probably a little bit more prepared, but right. the average smaller dealership I think is, is, has got a lot of work to do uh, by December 9th.
0: Yeah. It, you know, and then the one hand, it's like, that's right around the corner, right? I mean, we're in, we're already in June. We're almost halfway uh, through the year here. And uh, as we know, time seems to go by very quickly um, as far as getting, you know, so let's, let's walk through the process a little bit. So let's say I'm a, I'm a dealer. Uh, I reach out to, to you all Chris, I'd like to learn more about, you know, your process, what it, what it is you all do. What does that process look like for the time you start engaging with the dealer to get them up to speed and what needs to be done to actually taking them on as a client to get them to the point where they are in a good position, they'll be fine uh, meeting that December 9th deadline that you mentioned earlier.
1: Yeah. So I guess to answer that question, let's start with kind of what does the rule require, right? Mm-hmm. And So the new safeguards rule, which, you know, the safeguards rule has been around for 20 years. Uh, but now it's the first time it's been revised in all that time. And so you basically went from two pages of text in the law to 145 pages. So you're talking a pretty significant change in the regulatory scheme. And you know, part of the new requirements are kind of the administrative things, I'll call them. And that includes things right. like written policies. So you have to have four written policies in place. Um, incident response plan, data retention plan, information security program, IT change management procedures. So the first thing Compliato would help the dealership do is build out those required legal policies. It's kind of the first step in the process. Right. So if you were to sign up with Compliato, you get a dedicated client success manager and the first thing we do is walk the dealership through creating a custom set of policies because they have to be unique to your dealership. You're not going to be able to get away kind of with like a cookie cutter template that's provided, right? It's exactly. got to be unique to the safeguards that you're employing at the dealership, which is going to vary naturally by dealer to dealer, depending on where you're at from a technical perspective. So that's kind of the first step. Um, And we do that on implementation call together. Think of us as kind of like a turbo tax of Graham-Leach-Blade Act and privacy compliance. So we kind of, you know, the software is very intuitive. We kind of walk you through step by step, click some buttons, and then it will generate all those policies and, you know, ask you a series of yes or no questions type of thing. Then the next step I think would be training your employees. That's naturally kind of the next step because the law now requires two things with respect to training. One is a general requirement where you train all your employees. And the second is a requirement that you train your security personnel. For, for example, if you have it people on staff, so you would then enroll all your employees in those courses to make sure they take that by the December 9th deadline. Then you've really got the vendor stuff. And the law is pretty strict now when it comes to vendors or your service providers who collect information, think the obvious suspects like your DMS, CRM, anybody who's collecting personal information, they've all got to sign a contract with you with specific legal language by the deadline. They also need to complete a risk assessment and you have to map all the data that they collect across your dealership and document that. So we have an automated system for that. where We can automatically send out all those contracts to the vendors. We have thousands of dealership vendor templates. So we already know have on file, like who completes these things. So you can automatically send those out. And then finally, I'll kind of lump it into what I call the technical stuff. And right. this is kind of a cybersecurity requirements. For example, the law requires you do a, a, an annual pen test. This is where you're doing simulated hacking against your own network to make sure that you don't have any of those vulnerabilities that a hacker would exploit vulnerability scans against your network are required every six months. And then phishing and security awareness simulations where you simulate attacks phishing scams against your own employees, and then see what your susceptibility is there. And we handle all of those things as well, which is probably our biggest value add, because those are, you know, if you do it manually or try to do it yourself or do another company, are going to cost the most money typically. So that's kind of how we would go through the implementation process. To sum that up, it would be, it would be policies, employee training, um, uh, vendor management, and then the technical scanning or the security scanning. And yeah. all of that for the average dealership would take about two to three weeks to get implemented.
0: Okay, wow, and, you know, and and that's as I think about it, and you mentioned sort of the the, um, the smaller groups or the, uh, you know the single rooftops or uh, whatnot. Um, you know, it's a this is a pretty daunting task. I mean, the things that you just went through when you just think of all the tentacles of a dealership, right? And you mentioned DMS, but. There are so many things that have access to your DMS system. So many vendors that that dealers um, work with. It's it's, um, it's it can be very intimidating. And part of the reason we're you know KDA was excited about this partnership uh, and, and working with you all and, and trying to get this word out as best we can is that very reason. I mean, it can be. Uh, Chris, remind me. I, I was on one of the NADA webinars and they talked about if if you were going to hire someone right because you have to have someone designated in at the store level it's going to be sort of the the champion of these items um what would the cost of that be in terms of when you're thinking about hours billable hours those sort of things
1: yeah no it's a good question and I'll probably get the exact number wrong here but um the NADA did a whole cost analysis of this and hired experts and said hey to, to do this manually it would cost, I think it was $276,000 yeah. and some odd change.
0: That's what I was I mean, thinking it was. It, it was not. It was a, yeah, it
1: was it was, it was plus thousand dollars a year to do this manually. So, and that's, you know, that's realistic. I, mean, I can tell you again, I mean, I came from Galpin where we had an entire team of legal people and we, we couldn't do it manually. It was just too right. much work. It's like, there, right. you got to use automation. So yeah, if you think, you know, if you're a smaller dealership and you're going to try to do this manually, yeah, I mean, you're going to be, you're going to have to be prepared to spend a lot of money and a lot of time. And that's why we created a solution because that just doesn't make sense for the average dealership, right? To spend $276,000 yeah. on complying with these new rules. And so that's where we kind of come in. We're the experts. We, we can scale this you know, to dealer. I mean, we're in over, we're almost 3,000 dealerships across the country. Yeah. And so we've, we've kind of figured out a way to automate this and, and make it kind of plug and play turnkey so that you, you can kind of leave, give the heavy lifting to us and not have to spend that amount of time and money.
0: Well, another thing I like about your company, Chris, and, and when we were doing our sort of just due diligence research, et cetera, was the fact that um, everything's very transparent. You can go right to the web, y- y'all, your company website. Uh, from a pricing standpoint, everything is very uh, uh, straightforward. Uh, so far as that that goes, so it seems like a pretty uh, straightforward process. I imagine you all are very busy these days. Uh, are you seeing much more intensity as far as in your activity as dealers are learning more about this, that you're you're getting busier and busier.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you, I think you have a lot of dealerships who are you know waiting um, to the last minute. Uh, right. And you know, I know we're only in in June, but to me that's already kind of you know you're cutting it close. Just because right you know the setup is easy, but for example, making sure every one of your employees is taking the training by the deadline. Right. Making sure that once you do the scanning, that you're fixing any issues it identifies making sure that your, um, that your vendors have all complied, right? And that you've identified right. all the vendors. That stuff takes time. Yeah. And so certainly I think kind of the later we get into the year that, you know, it's kind of, um, I guess, a counterintuitive, but the more dealerships that are, that are signing up because they've kind of just been putting it off, which makes sense, right? It's kind of, like you said, it's a daunting task, right. um, but going back to your other point too about, you know, how we've been transparent with our pricing, I think all of that, is, is just based on our philosophy of, we want, when we built this, we built it how we would want it to work at our own dealerships, right? And no one likes being locked into long-term contracts. That's why we're month to month. No one likes going to a website and not being able to see the pricing. You know, it's like, what right. the heck? Like, I, Just tell me what the price is, right? So right. we tried right. to make this not only on the, the functionality, but just in in the, from the administrative side, how we would w- wanted it to work as a dealer.
0: No, and, and you all have very, have succeeded in that. Uh, Clearly, So, you know, look, we are sending, uh, we're going to continue to send things out to our members. We have this series that we've uh, named uh, Winter is Coming and it's uh, <laughs> several parts that we are sending these items out to our dealers because it is coming and it, it is, uh, there is a lot to uh, consider here, but I want to just take this time today to introduce Comply Auto, Chris Cleveland, his company to, to our membership because uh, if this is something you're struggling with, and candidly, who wouldn't be struggling with some of these items that, that you have to deal with? Um, we have a solution for you here through KADA with Comply Auto and this partnership. Um, as, as Chris mentioned, you're with over um, 3,000 dealers throughout the country today, and that number is only going to go up. So uh, we're going to have all, all the necessary contact information for the comply auto folks here accompanying this email, this podcast. But uh, Chris, I appreciate your time today. Like I said, this was very high level, but uh, folks, as you want to learn more, Chris and his team will be available to you. And uh, Chris, I thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today.
1: Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. I'll just close by saying yes, the winter is coming, the FTC, this is the law. But remember, your biggest concern is not necessarily the government. It's getting hacked. And all of this, the real idea is to, is to you know, get your security in place, you know, make you more secure at the end of the day and prevent a cybersecurity attack from happening at your dealership, which is much more common than government enforcement action. So um, take anything away from, take that.
0: Yeah, great point. Thank you for saying that, because that is an area that we're seeing uh, more and more activity in. And that's why these um, all the things that you all do as far as to help pr- prepare and uh, remedy against those things is, is so important. So again, thank you so much, uh, Chris Cleveland, Comply Auto. Great to chat with you today, and we'll continue to send information out uh, to our members regarding this uh, this subject matter. Thanks, Jason. All right, thank you. Take care.